Welcome to the illustrious Free Ballers podcast with myself, Alex, and my co-host, John. What's good, John? Alex, what the fuck is going on right now? What the fuck is going on? I I feel you 100%. Uh, we're, we're coming at you all um, a little bit after game six of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, probably one of the most it was an instant classic one of the most amazing playoff games i've ever seen and one of the most amazing finishes to a game game winners i've ever seen and probably one of the toughest losses in heat history Uh, oh yeah and so um yeah like uh congratulations y'all survived three in a row uh and now we got game seven for the Free Ballers Cup. Everything on the line. This is absolute chaos. I mean, this has been an absolute roller coaster of emotion. Um, the whole basketball world is upside down. Black is white, up is down. I can't fucking take this anymore. This is um, this is unprecedented. Unlivable. Absolutely unlivable. Absolutely unlivable, Jim. <laughs> Jim, get your ass over here to the Eastern Conference Finals and fix this shit. <laughs> oh, um, man. We yeah, didn't man. Even need, we didn't even need Scott Foster last game. <laughs> I know. You know his ass. You know they're going to have his ass on deck for... Uh, <laughs> as soon as they announce that it's Scott Foster, it's going to be like, oh, best of nine. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, <laughs> fucking NBA history, best of nine. Adam Silver has to institute an institute a new rule on the fly just because of Scott Foster. Yeah, it turns Man. out it turns out that the midseason tournament is just Heat versus Celtics game seven like five <laughs> times in a row. Each game <laughs> each each game is game seven. Just fuck it. Uh, ratings Ooh. go through the roof. Speaking of, yeah, I have a feeling the ratings for this game seven are going to be pretty pretty big, like record yeah. setting yeah we'll see we'll see because i i get the impression like uh that a lot like the popular sentiment is that it's in the bag for boston uh is you know like people which i mean i understand that like uh a lot of teams after experiencing what the heat did last night and losing with like 0.2 left mm-hmm. uh it's hard to come back from a loss like that i mean um you know, people, people point towards game seven versus San Antonio, uh, from Miami where there was the game after Ray Allen hit that shot. Um, but I remember that game was a little closer than people think it, it wasn't just, uh, it's just that no one remembers it cause there's no Ray Allen shot, but that game was a little bit closer. It wasn't like the, the Spurs were just like mentally destroyed because Ray Allen hit that shot. Like, uh, they still had to take it from him in the fourth. And uh, that's all I guess I can hope for. Like, um, if you would have told me, if you would have told me like two, three months ago that we're going to have free ballers cup, heat Celtics game seven to, to fucking go to the NBA finals. Uh, you know, I would have been like, I would have been like, sign me up. Like where, where do I sign up for that? Like, let's yeah. go. Um. Albeit the journey to this game seven has been 
uh, I, I like, I need to get better health insurance and shit. And get my like heart checked out and shit. Um, it, uh, it has not been, it has not been orthodox as it were. Like this is not, um, I mean, this is rarefied space that we're in here for both teams, really. Uh, oh, yeah. Miami being the eighth seed, Boston being down 03 to the eighth seed, now tying them to, I mean, actually, let's back up. Have you even had a chance back to like, dang it. But yeah, have you even had a chance to go off about the first three wins yet? Like just, no. or, or, or is it even too late at this point to do that? Or? No, like, uh, I, I want to do, um, like, uh, an entire heat episode with, hmm. with a couple heat people, uh, after, after the season is over just to talk about the entire playoff run, because, um, I think it deserves a discussion just because of like exactly what you said. It, it the, I cannot explain to you. I've been watching basketball since I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I cannot explain to you how or like how the fuck this is even happening. Um, and so it's worth it's worth looking because looking at and, um, you know, as, this run as an eighth seed uh, has been absolutely incredible. Every single game won so far. I've been like, well, that was fun. Now we're going to get tore up. You know what I mean? And then they just, they have been ahead in every single series that they've played. They have not been behind in a series this entire time, uh, which is just not how they were looking um, not that long ago. And so, but yeah, no, I'd, I'll, I'd like to go in on them later, but right now it's all about game seven and like, uh, there's so much on the line, the legacy implications, like what, uh, I guess, you know, now that we've been doing this show and we've, this is the third time doing the show that we've watched our teams play like this. Um, I guess like we shouldn't be that surprised because each series is like an emotional roller coaster. It is. So I should have never guessed for a second that I was going to somehow get out of this series without being scared a little bit. <laughs> like uh, up three zero, like something about that was weird, and obviously the basketball gods shut that shit down immediately. I don't even think the gods know what they're doing at this point. Like there was like the the god of heat was like, uh, let's let's create a weird uh, a potential upset scenario, potential sweeping upset scenario, and then like the god of luck uh, decided to be like. Well, uh, but also we're a 57 win team. We're not just going to go out like some punk bitch. And so they just rattle off three in a row, not easily mind you, but they rattle off three in a row. I mean, there's, when you say there's so much on the line, like first and foremost, like it's a trip to the finals. Right. But then there's like, then there's like the stuff underneath. There's like, if, if the, if the Celtics, so Celtics lose, um, this game seven, they at least showed some pride. And they can come back next season and, you know, maybe retool a little bit here and there. I think they run it back anyways. Um, uh, But it's still kind of like a win now scenario. Secretly, you kind of really want to take it now because you did make the finals last year and you had a chance and you talked all this talk about going back to the finals and finally getting it. Um, If the heat, I mean, now the heat though, if they blow, if they blow it, if they lose game seven, there's going to be like legacy, slander for that oh yeah oh yeah we're never that's never leaving us you know yeah. what i mean um that's never gonna leave jimmy that's never gonna leave spo that's never gonna leave the organization you know we'll have to own that forever and uh that is that is certainly like uh the little p underneath all the mattresses <laughs> that uh that <laughs> fucking jimmy butler is sleeping on tonight 
Um, do you mean do you mean like urine? You're talking about like pee is in urine? <laughs> no, the princess in the pee. <laughs> oh, it's like oh, it's like what the, the vegetable, fuck? vegetable. Like you turn over the mattress, you're like, oh shit, somebody peed on this. <laughs> it's kind of that too, if you think about it. But yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. You I got thought me you made mid- urine. Give me mid cough there. <laughs> oh, fuck me up. Um uh damn i gotta clip that cough because that was that was pretty funny sounding but um yeah no huge huge like legacy implications like um you know and i i don't personally like i'm as a heat fan i'm like all right like that's a that's gonna be a stain on their legacies but they have so much also like already that it's like um i'm like you know whatever like uh you have to go up 3-0 to make it happen uh i i have a hard time penalizing yeah. people for winning like uh it is it going to be the one of the most epic collapses in a series of all time if not the most absolutely but there's like a lot more nuance to it though like uh you know sure. Um, like Boston is the first team out of all those 150 teams or whatever that they're going to play this game on their home floor. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they, they're the two seed, the heater to eighth seed Tyler yeah. hero, who was at times our number one scorer, I think into the playoffs, he became number two, uh, cause Jimmy caught fire towards the end of the season. Hasn't been available since minutes into game one against the bucks. Like mm-hmm. Oladipo shatters his fucking knee in front of everyone. Like, uh, it's just, it's just like all these, all that adds up to like, yeah, that that's why we're here. And that's why this is possible. Um, but you know, but you know, as well as anybody when it comes to sports that we all have short memories. So all these new, all this nuance that you're bringing up. And I know, I know what you're talking about. Like I, I, I feel you on the nuance thing. I, I would be spouting the word nuance all the time. If the Celtics were in your situation, (laughs) <laughs> um, the heat situation, but here's the thing. We all have short memories and it will always, you know, in the future when the playoffs happen and a team goes up three Oh, that, that, that statistic will come out. Um, and if the Celtics pull it off uh, tomorrow, they'll say it'll show one and one forty nine. The only team never do it was the Celtics. The only team never give it up was the heat. And, nobody, and, and they're not going to say, they're not going to go in and say, oh, well, but the Heat had, were the eighth seed and, you know, they had a historic no, run. Yeah. Nobody will say that stuff. They'll just say the Heat are the only team to ever give up a 3-0 series lead and lose. Um, I mean, you guys, this is almost beyond basketball because as we all, well, as some of us might know, the only time this has ever happened is also the Red in Sox. baseball, the Red Sox. Yeah. So you guys would be up there. I mean, you guys would be in good space with the Yankees, I guess, the New York Yankees, because that's who the Red Sox beat to do that. So but um, which is funny, because I don't know if you've seen the pictures of uh, Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez, I think, in attendance yes. at game. Three yeah. Or four. Need to yeah. fucking ban them from yes. the arena. <laughs> Jesus. Doesn't Derek uh, Jeter does, thought that was a good idea. It <laughs> doesn't Jeter have like a ownership in the Marlins or something. Is that why he was he, there? He used to, and he was oh. terrible. He was fucking <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes him. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody fucks with him. Dad. Nobody likes him. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that's for sure. I mean, especially today, but really always uh, sports is not a world of nuanced opinions. Absolutely. Like, not. Uh, I, I I'm fully aware of the fucking onslaught that is coming. Like, uh, as soon as we lose, uh, that shit is we're it's going to be there forever. 
Um, but honestly, right. honestly, man, if you guys lose, you have to stay off Twitter for like a week just for your heart. Man. Like, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, seriously. Um, no, I've hell yeah, no. not not <laughs> letting go of the rope, stay in the course. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, nah, I'll be on there arguing with all y'all, bro. That, 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 that rope may be around your neck, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it turns out that's what Spo uh, yeah Spo was getting at when he said that. Spose spicy. Uh, I saw him post game. He was like, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to pull out game seven. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, Spo Spo always embraces game seven. Every time we've been in this situation in the past, he's like, what, you know, wouldn't have it any other way. What more can you ask for? This is Mm -hmm. what we do this job for is to have moments like this. Um, Yeah. I'm just hoping for a good game. I'm just hoping for a good game. Like, uh, we're going to we're going to witness something historical either way whoever wins and like right. uh fucking you know i think that's that's why couldn't ask for much more than that like that's fucking no. incredible uh you know we could be like welcome to the free ballers podcast featuring a timberwolves fan and a suns fan <laughs> you know and we would just be like oh you know uh <laughs> so we'd be talking about the same shit <laughs> probably yeah. but like uh but we would never be talking about, uh, you know, our, our teams doing, doing this. And so, um, yeah, you know, it's like, you just know hope what's we're not on the wrong side of that history, but you know, if we are, uh, it, it is what it is, man. We have, we've got more basketball to play in the coming years. You know, you know, what's been really fun is that, um, normally I I'm, I'm the type of person who I like to just not, I like to not do the trash talk and just let, you know, if, if I put myself in like the coach's shoes, right. And I say, or, or the player's shoes. And I, I like to be the guy who in the post game, whatever, or the pregame, whatever, in the interviews, I like to not do the trash talking and just let, you know, the, the game speak for itself. You know what I mean? Before I've even played, I, I don't want to talk trash before the game's even been played, but in this series, everybody is like just going off. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Spose do it. Jimmy guaranteed the game six wins. Spose guaranteeing the game seven win. Uh, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford all said all we needed to get is one win. Don't let us win. All that stuff. Um, the only person who's kind of not even doing it is, is coach is uh, Joe Missoula, but he's kind of he's a little too religious for that kind of stuff anyways. But um, but there's like just straight up like, no, no, we're going to win. Like it's like trash. It's like trash talk. There's no jinxing. There's no like nobody's worried about it. There's no we're not worried about like the opposing team showing uh, showing the the footage of the guy saying this and that it's just like, everybody's out there just talking yeah. trash and they, they love it. And yeah, just feeding off of it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fucking awesome. Like honestly, yeah. uh, just thinking about it, like this entire podcast is just like, damn, isn't this fucking awesome? Like, <laughs> and, it, and it is yeah. like it, it is. And um, yeah, like uh, it's so spicy and it's like, how how often do you get two seven game series in the in the fucking conference finals back to back years with the same fucking teams? You know what I mean? Like this is uh yeah. this is awesome, man. And uh even though it pretty much already was solidified, like this for damn sure solidifies like that we're the Celtics and the Heat are are arch rivals. You know what I mean? Like oh uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and if anyone wants to do anything in the Eastern Conference, you're gonna have to fuck with one of these two teams uh, eventually. And uh, and it's and it doesn't even seem to fucking matter what seed or any of that shit. It's like uh, 
the these two teams got it out for each other and uh it was like fucking destiny like uh like you said earlier uh when we were chatting earlier uh this shit could have been in the first round and, uh, yeah it, so once that didn't happen it was like oh man i want this might not even happen this year and here here we are saying you know fucking game seven eve yet again I have to say, even though it didn't happen in the first round, as much as I was like a little relieved, I was also just like, well, it doesn't matter because even if the Celtics go all the way to the conference finals, it's probably going to be Miami because once you guys beat, and by the way, every Bucks fan listening to this is just like, it's right. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, it's like filling up the bathtub, getting the toaster fired up. They're just <laughs> like, they're just like, fuck this, fuck both of these guys. But like, um, as soon as I saw you guys beat the Bucks, I was like, okay, here we go again. It's Miami on their bullshit, and they're just gonna they're gonna go to the conference finals. And if if Boston can beat Philly, then they're gonna go there. So it didn't even matter that we like avoided you guys, and not purposely, but we avoided you guys in the first round. Uh, but yeah, it, it was gonna they were, they were gonna meet up eventually, so yeah. it didn't really matter. On the highway to hell, either way, yeah. it was good. <laughs> it was gonna fucking happen. Um, yeah, and it's just uh this is one of the most interesting series of all time uh clearly like with the whole 3-0 and and the comeback now and now we're going yes. to game 7 like uh this is one of the most interesting series of all time uh and, oh man fuck I lost my train of thought cuz I was just thinking about how fucking ridiculous this all is. Yeah, but um shit Fans of other teams, fans of other teams are listening to this and just like Alex and John are just jacking each other off the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean shit. Like, uh, we're going to Game Seven, man. We're going yeah, to Game Seven. Em. We're going like, to Game Seven. Uh, the we went to Game Seven last year, but this time, like, uh, like you know, if you like I said before, if you told me that this was going to happen a couple months ago, I would be like, let's fucking go. Right. Um, but this time it's we probably arrived at this point in the literal most interesting way possible. Um sure. the the we this series is like uh a fucking reflection of the way people are today. Of like, you know, it's like the heat up 3-0. Everyone's like, oh, Boston's done. They're fucking <laughs> done. Fire Joe Missoula, blah, whatever. And the heat yeah, fans like, Jaylen. I always knew that we were gonna do this. I, I <laughs> fucking I never said that we should tank for the 14th pick. Like uh, you know what I mean? And then fucking a week later, it's just like uh, is Eric Spolstra the worst coach in the NBA <laughs> history for having this on his legacy? Yep. You know, like is yep. Jimmy Butler uh, a fucking fraud? You yeah, know, like a week ago he's Michael Jordan. Uh, fucking. Yep. Um, and so this was the perfect series for the way we everyone is like so reactionary. Um, uh, Adam Silver has got to be like uh, just fucking feeling like a king right now. Uh, it's this- it's fun. It's funny you say that because you know how everybody always says the NBA is rigged. And I'm I would go back and forth on that, but like th- sure. this playoffs, this playoffs so far has kind of been. Uh, 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 if you take out this this series, the playoffs so far has kind of been somewhat uninteresting. Nothing really great except for the Heat upsetting the Bucks and uh, uh, like did, as far as rigging goes. Well, no, no, no. As far as like just like you know game winning shots or crazy series where sh- like weird shit happened, like. The only thing that's really been interesting is the heat upsetting the Bucks, but they did that oh, in five man. games. I don't know, man. There was like we you got so? uh Lakers Kings went to game seven. Uh fucking, you know, obviously the heat run and all that, but then like um shit, I'm trying to think. Like you had uh the Suns like epic collapse, like for the second yeah. year in a yeah. row. 
I guess. Um, you get, we got Warriors versus Lakers. Uh, we didn't get the series we wanted out of it, but we got no. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I see your well, point. Like this, the those things pale in comparison to what's happening here this, between Boston yeah. and Miami. I mean, whatever happens in the finals may may no matter who's there, no matter who wins, may pale in comparison to this series. Just the dramatics of it. No, yeah, it's true. This this could be way more exciting than the finals. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my brain tells me that like Denver is the favorite regardless of who wins. But there's also a little part of me that's like, um, you know, there's the whole rest versus rust, all that stuff. There, yeah. one side doesn't always win that argument. Like, and, um, there's a small part of me that wants to think that whoever wins in this game seven, having just played some of the most competitive basketball they've ever played, uh, while tired, probably they're going to be fucking ready to play. Whereas the nuggets have just been like, man, we're, we're going to cruise on into this shit. Damn. (laughs) Like, remember that time we swept LeBron? Damn. Like, uh, and you know, um, if this is like, as long as nobody gets hurt, this is like practice for the fucking finals, man. You know, like uh, I'd rather yeah. a team go through these moments and get there than cruise on in um, like men- mentality wise. So there is a small part of me that feels that way. But my logical part of my brain is like, bro, what the fuck is you talking about? Like the, have you seen Jokic and Jamal yeah. Murray together? Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't believe in the rest versus rust thing. I don't think either of those things ever really matter. Um, I think it, you know, of course, Denver has more prep time, uh, and then whoever comes out of the East. But um, I, I feel like that that never really matters as much as people say it does. Um, at least it maybe it used to like in the '90s or something. Um, but I will say this: when I watched, um, and not to uh, tangent off basketball, but when I watched the Red Sox sure. do this to the Yankees in 2004. Um, I didn't care. Uh, my gut feeling, like my in my heart, I knew at the time when I saw them winning uh, Game Seven, uh, and then like you know, I'm, I'm going through all the emotions that I'm kind of starting about to go through right now. Uh, it, I, I knew that it didn't matter who they were playing in the World Series; they were going to win. I it, it just didn't matter at all because they had you have so much momentum, so much yeah. emotion. Like it's all just goes and it, it's like. I mean, I hate to sound corny, but it's it's magical, right? Like you just there's nothing there's nothing that can stop you once you've sort of beaten crazy odds like that. Yeah, the uh, the Florida Panthers uh, in hockey oh. are do- are currently doing it. Like yeah. um, nuts. Uh, it, it's it's wild, man. Um, uh, one, on a side note, one of the things uh, I think that makes these series so interesting and competitive when the Boston Celtics play the Miami Heat. It, with these group, this group of guys is that uh, I kind of feel like both of our teams uh, have like levels of effort. You know what I mean? Like, and, and they don't always go all the way. And, and it's, I feel like Agreed. both, both teams kind of get bored sometimes if yes. it's not like fucking back against the wall. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like basically like the Celtics played like complete booty cheeks for three games until <laughs> it was like, Hey, guess what? If you do that again, you're done. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like, ah, and they fucking <laughs> just attacked that and, and lived in that pressure, you know? And I, I kind of feel like Miami is a similar way. Um, albeit, uh, this playoff run, this is the first pressure we've had the whole time, but like that we had to, we had pressure just to make it into this shit. 
And it was almost as if like, as soon as it was like, Hey guys, guess what? If you guys keep playing the way you've been doing for the last four months, you're not even going to make it into the playoffs. And they were like, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And fucking, so now, you know, you have the Celtics starting off like that. Then they get in the pressure and turn it up a notch. And um, I'm hoping to see that from Miami because we witnessed the opposite with also tracks, which is like the heat got up three Oh, and we're just like, Oh, I don't know. Like they, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, this isn't as exciting as like, you know, before when we hit back when we had 3% to a chance to win or whatever. And it's like, Oh yeah, well, here you go, fellas, you about to lose. So during, d- during the, during these three wins in a row, and especially during games four and five, I, I, I can't, I, I, there were times I, I was ecstatic that they were winning them, but at the same time, I was also like, why couldn't you have done this in games like one and two game three? I'll, I'll almost let that go because they just got spanked from like, from like wire to wire. But games one and two, like in Boston, they had chance they had chances to close those out and win them, and they just let the Heat back in the game. Yeah, which is which is standard Celtics to be very honest. But um, the whole time I'm like, if you just close out one of those games, this series might be over. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's might be a whole different series. Yeah, that's how I yeah. feel exactly about games four and five. Like game four was a complete ass whooping. So it's mm-hmm. just like, well, you know, sometimes that just happens. We see it all the time. Uh, but game five, I felt like they had a chance to pull that off. Uh, and um, if I'm thinking of the correct game, I'm pretty sure that was the game. And like, it felt, it was disappointing to me because it kind of like, while I was watching game five, I had this feeling of like, damn, are these motherfuckers banking on that? They're going to win game six at home, you know, like uh, uh, towards the, the, once it was like getting kind of out of hand, but it wasn't too as it wasn't out of hand enough for me to do what Spo did, which was he just started fucking resting the players for the next game. And, uh, and I also feel some kind of way about like a uh, resting game, Vincent for that game. Like uh, it felt like they were like, okay, we're going to give it our best shot tonight, but we're really going to give it our best shot next, next time. I mean, <laughs> if we lose, and it's like, that's, I've seen that from other teams. Like that's kind of like what the bucks did with Giannis and it bit them in the ass. Like they, uh, I really do feel like if that was the NBA finals or some shit, or if they had the, the future, knowledge of like that they were going to lose that series he would have fucking played in some of them the games that he sat out uh but i really feel felt like they they thought they could do it without him and then by the time they brought him back it was too late um and I, so you, can't, I, you can't fuck around like that i i don't think spo i don't think spo well it's funny you say that because i don't think spo thinks like that i don't think he thought to himself game five is done but we're guaranteed to win game six i don't think he i think he wants to i think he wanted the series over as quickly as possible sure, but, sure. but but having said that a, a part of me during the heat's first three wins i had i was thinking to myself like what the fuck is going on like how come spo let a team go 44 and 38 during the regular season almost missed the playoffs by losing to the hawks um it almost looks like, I mean, if you wanted to be like a conspiracy theorist, it looks like he like fucked around during the, uh, during the regular season to make it look like his team is not that good. Then he like turned on the good coaching, uh, button or something in the yeah. playoffs. And was like, now let's do it. Like now we fooled everybody. Now let's like turn it on and do what we need to do to like get back to where we need to be. Like, he's almost like putting the heat in like sleeper mode. And then like, you know, then they like, you know, if you've seen apocalypse now, then they like come out of the water, you just see their eyes <laughs> popping up out of the water, you know? 
and then it's just Jimmy's head. That's a perfect, if somebody can make that, just Jimmy's head popping up out of the water. <laughs> like, uh, like what's his, I can't think of the actor's name anyways, but like, um, yeah, but it's, it almost seemed like they were just like, they, they played dumb during the regular season, uh, barely made the playoffs. I mean, they lost to the Hawks. They, they could have had the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, and then we're just like, oh yeah, by the way, we're this team still like, we're still the team that was first in the East last year. We're still the team that made it to the finals in the bubble year. Um, we're still that team. And I guess they still are anyways, but do you think there's any credibility to spoil like faking it? And then, no, uh, no, no okay. I don't. I, I, I watched almost every single all 82 games. Like they just were that trash. Like they were just that <laughs> trash. And I mean, uh, Spo has a history of like squeezing out all the juice from, from what he can get from the players. And, um, you know, like, I, I don't ever think that Spo goes out there not trying to win 100%. And, mm. uh, but, uh, heat fans were, we call it the Spopa dope. Uh, he, he fucking fooled y'all. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, he did. Yeah. But no, in reality, we, we just were that garbage. Uh, we had like no power forward the entire season until we got, uh, Kevin love and Zeller. Um, and I remember when we made that, those, uh, signings, I joked on the show that, uh, turns out, you know, it's, we don't need Kevin Durant. All you need is Kevin love and Zeller. And uh, hilariously, like, that's not that funny anymore because we're no, in game true. seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. I right. think maybe that is all we need. And Durant's uh, in Cancun, basically, right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't I don't think there's any – I don't think that Spo would even be able to, to make that happen. I will say that Spo is a tinkerer, and he doesn't really lock down, like, the shit that he's doing now until, like – the final weeks of the season. Um, And so this team was poorly put together with once we lost PJ Tucker and didn't replace him with anybody. Then Mm. we played Caleb Martin out of position at the four, the entire season, which was like super fucking tough for him. Um, Only recently when they got Kevin love, did he get to like go back to his actual, what he's supposed to be doing swing man. Um, yeah, and so I think the mixture of like how Spo tinkers in the regular season, plus some injuries here and there, plus just poor roster construction, uh, it didn't add up well. We almost missed the fucking playoffs. But uh, as far as what happened after that, uh, I, I feel like if if a team has Jimmy Butler and a team has Eric Spolstra, like then honestly, like if they got two percent chance, that's still a chance. Like, uh, and uh, because that's the only way I can explain it. I mean, Jimmy dropping 56 on the bucks, um, I think was so inspiring, like to the rest sure. of, uh, of the team that all of a sudden you start seeing Gabe Vincent and Max Struess and Caleb Martin playing out of their minds, you know, like, because they have full belief in this guy. And, um, that was the strange part about the last game is that Jimmy just was absolutely terrible. Max Drew should have known better because he saw this. He saw what Jimmy could do back in 2020, if I remember. Was he there on the team at the time during the bubble season? I believe so. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. So like Martin and Vincent, like I could, I can understand like they needed to see like a Jimmy uh, legendary performance to sort of get like, oh, okay, so we can do this. Like they needed that sort of inspiration because they're sort of new to this. They're, they didn't 
No, they I were mean, there. Vincent was in the bubble. I mean, C- Caleb was around last year. Uh, okay. I, I I just think uh, even when you know it's coming, it's still like uh, it was undeniable that that was fucking incredible. And and when when you see that, you're just like, oh shit, okay, like um, like let's go. Um, but I I do think that Jimmy inspired the rest of the team. Uh, he gave it all that he that he could give. And got us a part of the way. But then after a while, it became like a total team effort thing. And uh, some of them role players that have, have been stepping up. Caleb Martin is playing like a fucking all-star. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah. And then when you have Spo to to guide everything, um, you're you're going to have a shot with with uh, an all-star and Eric Spolstra. If you have those two things, you're going to have a shot. Uh, mm. That being said, and while we're on the coaching subject, uh, Obviously, Missoula has turned it around like uh, in the three games they've won in a row. uh, I could actually point to like specific moments where I'm like, oh, that was that was a good idea. That was good. You know what I mean? And in those first three games, it was like the complete opposite. There was like specific moments where you're just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Uh, yeah, he he has issues with uh, not um, he he won't call timeout sometimes when you when you think he's supposed to. Um, so and I, I mean he'll he'll defend that and say I mean I'm not to get not to get into specifics, but he'll defend that and say no no I'm gonna let them play through this and you know we're, we'll save our timeouts for something else. And it's like no nah, I think you should use your timeout now because the heat are on like a run and you guys are about to lose a lead and stuff like that. But yeah, they um, they went on a historic run. It was like the most um, it was the highest scoring quarter in like heat playoff history right that was the one where he didn't call a timeout yeah. and, and you're was, like yeah you got to stop this you got to stop the bleeding you yeah, gotta yeah. you know because because the celtics have a, a a bad history with third quarters but um he like joe i mean there, first of all it, it doesn't matter who wins this series eric spolster's the the is has, has out coached him plain and simple but because he's new he's 34 years old he's a rookie coach he, he shouldn't even be this, well, this deep into the playoffs but if if the celtics win i wouldn't necessarily say he out coached him but i think uh i can agree in that like spo's spo is still spo when the series ends sure the series sure. ends and yeah. everyone knows he's still spo whereas like um you know if missoula if they lost any one of these last three games there's a lot of questions about him you know what i mean but if right. they win if they win he just bought himself another chance. He kind of already did just by doing this. Yeah. And he's, and he's young, man. Like uh, Spo has a quote from before game one, where he was like talking about, like he remembers when he was the youngest coach in the league and uh, like Boston fans yelling at him, like, isn't it past your bedtime and shit. <laughs> like, uh, And so you don't fucking know. Like Joe, Joe Mazzilla yeah. could t- take this and fucking run with it. Next thing you know, we're still talking about him in 15 years. You know what I mean? Like uh, easily that could happen. Yeah. Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens is, is riding or dying with, with Joe. I think no matter, I think even if they had gotten swept, he'd still would keep Joe on as the coach. But here's the weird thing. It's like Joe, what I'm realizing is because Celtics fans are still learning about him basically. Cause he's still like, they made him the head coach of the team. Like in the middle of the season, he was named the, uh, the I guess the interim or temporary head coach, like five minutes before the season even started just because of the whole email incident. Um, but he like, I don't know if you heard the, the post game stuff after, I think it was game five where they, um, the, the, the reporters asked him like, where is this coming from? Like, where are you guys finding the will to do this? And he like, he doesn't like, 
he goes like outside of basketball. He's like, well, I, I went and visited two two young ladies um, uh, under the age of eighteen that were dying of cancer or something in yeah. a hospital, and Saw you're that. like, you're like, oh shit, and everybody like takes like a step back, and they're just like, like he like. He, he has a whole, these are answers I'm not expecting. I'm not a religious person, but it's interesting to see that he, um, he comes at it from like a whole other, like a much bigger perspective. He's like, he doesn't even, it's outside of basketball at this point. Like he's, he's just like, whatever happens on the court is fine. Um, I'm just saying we all should be grateful to be here. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, I appreciate goddamn, that, but, bro. Uh, I, I appreciate that. But I was I was asking, how did you break the Syracuse two three zone? <laughs> that's, all, <laughs> that's all I was asking. <laughs> that's all I was asking. Like, how did you guys how did you guys bust Spo's zone? Um, he's like, well, you know, uh, God busted it. I, I <laughs> like, okay, well, that's not really the answer, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, so. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck. Game seven, Eve, uh, free ballers cup on the line. Uh, all the marbles, uh, deep breaths. Look, based on how the Nuggets been looking, it could it could be all the marbles we either of our teams have coming our way. <laughs> like uh, at the very least, it might be the last most fun thing that we that we will be involved in. Agreed. Um, hopefully not, because you know we're an Eastern Conference podcast. You feel me? Um, but yeah, you. man, uh, here we are. And it, it took one of the most ridiculous game winning shots I've ever seen in my life, uh, to happen. Like so many different things, uh, could have went a different way and we wouldn't be in this moment, but here we are. And, uh, the, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll end with this. It. One of the co-owners of the Celtics said that, um, the call, uh, Derek white, uh, what was the call? Derek white tip in at the buzzer or something like that. That call is right up there with like Havlicek steals it or, uh, and Larry, Larry Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Or the one where, uh, Larry Bird steals it from the Pistons and passes it, lays it out to DJ, you know, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, that he says that's right up there with that. And it's like, fuck. He said it was right up there with January six. <laughs> nah, nah. No, that's good. I can't, that's, I can't do that to y'all. I can't do that. That's, that's a good little dig at the, you know, the Celtics uh, white white logo. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, nah. Mm. This this is all very scary. Um, gonna be yeah. probably gonna get like some depends to watch the to watch <laughs> the game tomorrow. It's Memorial Day too. You know what I'm saying? Like hot dogs and beers and shit. Yeah, it's gonna all that be. Stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, good good luck to y'all. And, good luck to uh, you guys. You know, I'll I'll see you on the other side, and one of us Ugh. one of us is gonna be sad. The other one is gonna have a lot of shit to talk, <laughs> and uh, and we're and we're gonna we're gonna have that here for you all. Uh, so stay tuned, everybody. Everybody, yeah, listen up because um, it's gonna get it's gonna get it's it's gonna get like like sweaty palms, butterflies in the stomach, all that good stuff tomorrow. So. I mean, the episode after this one is going to be, uh, well, just as uh, more fun than this one. I'll say that. Yeah, it's true. I, I was talking to my mom earlier. She's making spaghetti tonight. So, oh, you no. know. uh, <laughs> I got my sweater like pressed and it's like hang, hung up over here, uh, ready to go. Uh, I mean, my you, arms, they feel pretty light today, but you know what I'm saying? Tomorrow, <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm sure your knees feel strong, but your knees may also go weak. Um, as soon as you eat that spaghetti, you may as well just run to the bathroom. I mean, there's no point in yeah. like trying to like sit and digest it. So fucking spaghetti knees. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna we're all gonna have spaghetti knees tomorrow oh uh, so much spaghetti knees yeah and it's like man i just want another game just like that game where it's close in the end however that's gonna be so fucking nerve-wracking yeah, uh yeah. like that a blowout in one direction at the very least one of us could take solace and like well you know what i mean <laughs> like uh the it's clear as day like uh, yeah yeah but uh if some shit like this goes down oh man like i'm gonna have to ask scott foster for for the two more games <laughs> i can hear that metallica song playing already for scott foster but like I know. um <laughs> but like uh i have a feeling it won't be this nerve-wracking i have a feeling somebody may pull away at some point and then the other team will just kind of you know settle into it and be like yeah this this was bound to happen but i i, I also could be everything that we've predicted has not gone the way it should have gone. So I I'm down for whatever happens tomorrow. It just, it is what it is. I can't control it at some point, actually at some point yesterday, cause I was like working through the game. Um, I was like, okay, look, don't look at your phone. Just focus on work. You can't control what happens <laughs> in the game. You, you, you pulling the phone out of your pocket is not going to change the result. So, uh, but of course I'm still pulling the phone out of my pocket to check it whenever I need that hit of serotonin <laughs> or dopamine or whatever it's going to be. So yeah. For real. I'm like, uh, I'm like, all right, I wore that Jimmy shirt for those games. They're, <laughs> they're six and two with that shirt. Like, uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I might, I kind of fucked up on the shirts. I might, I might need Did to you? break out the, uh, the bubble shirt, the band block shirt. I think that's the shirt for tomorrow. Oof, I think oof. that's the, because, uh, my Jimmy Jesus shirt, we had a really good run. But like, uh, it's, I think it's time to switch up the vibes. I think it's time that, to switch up. The that's vibes. some sacrilegious shit. If you wear that shit with the Celtics, like religious ass coach, you're done for you. You gotta, I think, I think for your, oh, well, maybe that offset it. Maybe you could, yeah. you might be onto something there. Cause you can't have Jimmy like dressed as Jesus on a t-shirt and then Joe Missoula on the other end. Like, I'm sorry, sir. That's, that's against all of our rules. Yeah. Damn. This is a fucking religious war. Uh, yeah. The series has it all folks. <laughs> Celtics heat has now reached the epic levels of the crusades <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right man well it was good Bye. talking with you uh, enjoy enjoy game seven enjoy the holiday and um yeah this is this is this is why we do this we're we're here to watch exactly this and i hope it keeps happening over and over again yeah i want more next year yeah, mm. fuck, fuck all twenty-eight other teams and y'all. <laughs> if y'all lose, or if y'all regular lose, season, yeah, yeah, heat and two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, the Heat were uh, white hot last night, were they not? Mm. Uh. <laughs> That's not bad. I, I kind of like that one, but I don't know. <laughs> oh man! All right, man. I will catch you. I don't know. I think that flew over my head. I don't even know like what's fun. Like what's funny. No, Cause, cause, cause Derek white made the tip in. Oh, you know, fuck you. You, you, ah. you, <laughs> you guys have that white hot thing where you put all the white ah. t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. That went over my head. Yeah. He Man. just took one of those shirts and wrapped it around his head and went. Yeah. To town. <laughs> and uh, oddly enough, it was an XL. Didn't even cover his head. <laughs>